This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I love it. 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 Well, you're going to have to go downstairs and leave it up. Leave it all behind, because that's what I have to do. Well, I took two couches and one chair, and now I, I just don't have rest. a TV, but that's fine. <laughs> you sound like Lisa Kudrow <laughs> with, like, a bad cold. Well, Erica's voice is so distinct. Well, well I'm going to have to go over there and just move into my little hovel in Hancock Park. That's like... Ladies, what's going on? <laughs> Well, let's talk about it, because I think it's the elephant in the room. Well, I mean, well, 16,000 square feet, I just walked around, stared at all the walls. <laughs> what did I do in my old house? Well, he should stay there. It's his home. It's his Not home. my home. I'm the third wife. 20 years. Literally Bluebeard. <laughs> she was, like, living out her Bluebeard nightmare in that home. She's a, They well, got a divorce because Tom was like, don't. Don't go into this room. And then she did. And she saw like the bodies of all the women he's been with. Yeah. I mean, she, I fully believe that she was haunted. And I would love a horror movie of like, oh, the complicit woman in like a manipulative, mm-hmm. like scammer relationship who's yeah. now having to face the demons of like her husband's past. Yeah. That would be a really good movie. That would be really chic. Should I write that? Yeah. Okay. Just write it, Lars. I will write it. But li- that's what I like picture. She's really inspires me. And I'm like, it's pure horror. 
And then to see the way she like navigates everything, I'm like, wow, like she, I fully believe, is in a prison of her own making. Mm -hmm. She wanted, she wanted the world and got it. And now it's, but like at the cost of aligning herself with like a really bad man. Yeah. And like, but got it, but didn't really. No, if they're she didn't. not, I mean, I believe that their relationship was probably uneven in the power dynamic. And like, he yeah. was the boss. Like, I mean, he writes the checks and like gives her the money, but totally. They had some weird power. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't know. You just shouldn't depend on anyone to like Never. give you money. It's ne- nothing is free. Nothing is free. Nothing is truly free in this sick, sad world. Especially in America. Ladies, let me Ladies. tell you. Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> listening to this podcast she and non-binaries, st- let me tell you one thing. Nothing is free. <laughs> she should do stand-up. She really should. She has. <laughs> She's going to be like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Just like, Ladies, do I tell you? I was going to hold his hand till he died. <laughs> his house, I said, y'all get out. And I mean, some parts of them have been dead since 1997, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ladies? That's the third wife that lived in that house. <laughs> a one, two, three, four. <laughs> That's a one, two, three strikeout. <laughs> I got to home base. Not before rounding third. She is trying to do like a comedy <laughs> routine. She's Miss like, skirt's short. My coochie's hanging out. <laughs> am I right or am I right? <laughs> That's like her. <laughs> I had a friend once that described that brand of comedy as like, like, ladies, am I right? <laughs> yeah, she's doing ladies, am I right comedy. Hopefully the act evolves. Yeah, she's just testing out her material right now. But she she's, really is. She's got a real captive audience with all of us and the ladies. At the, <laughs> the ladies on that show are like, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> like. And you realize that no one knows Erica Jane. Like, you truly, mm-hmm. it sunk in. I was like, we as an audience know nothing, and these ladies know Hell even no. less. And they've, they've known her for six years now, seven years. Yeah. When did she first come on, like six years ago? I don't know, but they've been co-workers for a long time. <laughs> She's going to have a Netflix special, and her billboard's going to be on, like, Hollywood Bowl. There's, there's always, like, a billboard near my apartment that has always the comedy specials. Mm-hmm. It's always them, like, these comedians just being like... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be Erica Jane. Ladies. Hello, ladies. Erica Jane starring in Ladies, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> ladies, I couldn't come here without telling you. I was going to hold his hand until the day he died. <laughs> I was holding a lot of other things. He pushed me out. He gave me no choice. He pushed me out. He gave me no choice. <laughs> I drove him to work that day and I said, honey, goodbye. And he said, thanks, honey. <laughs> Got out and went into his law firm. That was the last time I saw him. Went home, packed up my things, stole a couch and a coffee table and packed it all up in my, cou- in my truck and drove to Hancock Park. 2,000 square feet. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if you could fit this all in a closet. Wouldn't it be amazing? Talk about That'd a pool be a miracle house. if that could happen. I'm my own pool boy. <laughs> just she like, truly, just like saying, yeah, Target. no, it's stream of consciousness. <laughs> stream of consciousness mixed with like, I believe truly all her material has been 
pre-written mm-hmm. and discussed, vetted by Tom and his team, totally. rehearsed with like a lawyer present. And Mikey. And Mikey, yeah. <laughs> and her assistant. Oh my God. To be like the script coordinator. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> <laughs> she's making sure everything's... She, everything's yeah, tra- continuity. She's like, Erica, page two. You got to yeah. go back to page two, the monologue and the second line. You don't improv. To, don't improv. Just stick to the script. Mm-hmm. And like then they're like, okay, like now go out and film the show. Yeah. It's interesting um, how bad of an actor so many, like especially in this iteration of the franchise because a few of them are actresses mm-hmm. and like or have tried being performers <laughs> and they're really bad. Kyle's the best actor. Or no, Kim, Kim Richards is actually the best. Yeah, Kim, because Kim can channel. But Erica's not good. No wonder Erica's Erica didn't make it. Erica's a good, bad actor. Yeah. Like, she's camp. Yeah. It's it's very, yeah, shut the door. She hits all her marks. She gets the job done, mm-hmm. but doesn't sell it because she's not a vulnerable person by nature. She could be. TBD. No, but I think, I think she could have. But like, oh, she could have been a good actress. But that would be a different, that's like in another life in another dimension. Now ladies. we just get ladies, am I right? <laughs> ladies, Tom said I was out the door, and then by the time I was out the door, blah, 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 and they're all just like... He said, get the fuck out. Fine, you make it on your own. You see how it feels. I know that's what he's thinking. <laughs> you want to be a big shot? Go ahead. I'm like, yeah, but he also put $20 million into your company, so like, I don't think it's like that. She got a severance package, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think... And also his whole like Alzheimer's thing and his brother managing his estate. I'm just like, something's very fishy. She was, I see her trying to get ahead of it and shape the narrative before everything blows up. But I love the timing of everything has been everything blowing up and then her version of the story. Well, it's interesting that she's like dropping little, well, Big things are coming his way. Big storm's coming. He's going to have a few problems coming his way. That's all I can say. I didn't tell you ladies anything because I didn't want to implicate you. <laughs> <laughs> God. I'm like, you yeah. Didn't <laughs> you didn't hear for me, but it's good storms brewing. He's about to get in. There's no lighthouse and the storm is brewing. He's going out to sea and he won't come back. The inlet's real choppy. But, like, he's going to be fine because he just has a literal Alzheimer's diagnosis now. Were you the one that said that he's Fred Durst vibes or Robert Durst vibes from the Jinx? No, but he is. Yeah. He's really creepy. He is. That flashback of him being like, I believe I was talking. I just love anyone, like, dressing down Lisa Vanderpump. So that gave me a high. And then when Erica was like, well, I think. And he's like, excuse me, Erica. And I was like, ooh. Went, mm-hmm. no it is i mean i i believe that he like was dismissive of her and like probably controlling subjugated her and made her feel like inferior i i believe that but yeah. she she was in on this guys i really i i mean i guess the courts the papers won't lie but like we'll we'll find out soon but i really in my heart feel like she was complicit in this and even if she wasn't, like, whatever money he gave her that he made off of that is not hers. So, like, sorry, babe. Like, you got to give back the plane crash money. <laughs> well, it was interesting, too. 
the, did you notice she was like she's like i had to let go of a lot of things this week the lamborghini she talked she said the lamborghini first then the house then her house. i was like that lamborghini was bought with like blood money the people who were face down in the ocean after falling from the sky yeah like you literally someone got blown up in his own house and like practically incinerated to death so that you could drive a fast car yeah how to give out the lamborghini the 16th hour house i love it i bought a new car i was like what is it a honda and she was like a range rover yeah i was like Bump. great we'll get to this later too but i was shocked at how this was the first episode where I realized how tall Mikey is. Hmm. Mikey's like six. Seven, <laughs> a big with boy. huge lips. <laughs> with like duck. He is he doing fillers? I don't. I yeah, haven't known of Mikey long enough to be able to track his plastic surgery endeavors. So okay. Did you see the photos of her at the gas station? Yeah, I was obsessed. She looked kind of great. Yeah, she. Everyone was like, "She looks rough." I'm like, mm, "No, she, she looks stunning to me." I was like, I "She's got a beach wave." I was like, "This is me on a good day." Yeah, <laughs> she's looking at the gas station. I love that her assistant is still with her. Oh yeah, they're they're going down with her. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, I was like, guys, this is like, you want to see bleak? Watch me filling up my car on Sunset La Brea. Yeah, at my gas station. <laughs> Watch like, me filling up my car while Tony scream barks at me from his car seat. And I'm like, yeah. please stop. Please. <laughs> Covered in sweat post-workout. Yeah. And just like, that is like a rough car thing. She looked fine. Yeah. I like saved the pictures to desktop. I was like, this is glam inspo for me. I did have an like an insight. I felt an intuition of like, where is she going? Mm-hmm. And I just imagined her a la Sarah Connor and Terminator 2, like living on a gun com- weapons compound in Mexico and like the Baja. <laughs> Where is she going? She's heading into the mountains. Heading Head- to Baja. Heading to the Baja. Crossing Gotta get over the border. the border. Can she even leave the state right now? She probably can. I, I bet wonder. she has money stored in like Switzerland and like the Virgin Islands. Yeah. I think there are various offshore accounts. Yeah. And like ways to protect things. Yeah. Also, I feel like we'll probably never know the truth, and it lies them. I mean, I think that whatever they can find and give back to those victims, they should, and mm. that's just like the path that she chose and the consequences of her choices. Right. But I don't think like anyone will be held super accountable. Like, I don't think you're gonna get the true downfall you seek. No, because the nature of American capitalism is literally like you don't get in trouble if you have the money to get out of it and the connections to get out of it. Also, so many people are. If you start with him, like if you take him down and her down, then you have to like. Then it's like his entire firm. I doubt that it was one. I doubt that it was just one person in his firm and his business like operating this way. There had to be other people that knew what was going on or mm -hmm. at least had some idea. Yeah. I mean, also, it goes up to the governor. Mm -hmm. Like, if you take rip, it's like ripping off like a or like doing a little bit of thread from a yarn. You'll pull the whole thing out. Yeah. Because then you're going up to like the Supreme Court or the state courts, the 
judges, the state officials, fucking Gavin Newsom. Like, all these people were in bed with Tom Girardi and, and the police. And protected each They all protect each other. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to... I think everyone... Like, I've seen people being like, Eric, it's going to jail. And I'm like, no, she's not. No. And if she does, that honestly is like a cop-out because you're taking, again, like the weakest person in the situation and punishing them, which is classically what happens in these situations. Also, the woman taking, like... Oh, it's, like, totally, like, I mean, Jelaine Maxwell is not, like, the weakest person, but, I mean, I feel like she, I'm, like, Jelaine's fucking innocent. (laughs) No, uh, but I feel like everyone pinning it on her and making her, like, the scapegoat for the actions of Jeffrey Epstein and everyone that he was in bed with is kind of a parallel situation. Where it's like you can take mm-hmm. she if she takes the fall and all the attention is on her, then all these rich, powerful men get to keep doing whatever it is they're doing, and then the public is like, "Well, wipe my hands. The situation's done. Like we doled out justice, and that's that. Like it's not. It's we, so transparent at this point. America loves a fall guy. Or they girl, love or a fall gal. guy, and the gal. It's even better when it's a woman. Yeah, I think someone like Jelaine, Ghislaine, 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 Ghislaine is like, I mean, she deserves, yeah, she deserves everything. She, she deserves what she gets. I'll see you in court, Jelaine. But mm-hmm. also like Bill Gates was hanging out with them. Yeah. Bill Clinton was hanging Bill out with Clinton, them. Like there's a lot of, and Kevin Spacey and like all, you know, fucking Prince Andrew. Yeah. He, I mean, he got like a slap on the wrist from the, the queen. queen is like, no, 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 no. But now like, go ride your horse. Go shut up. <laughs> shut up, Andrew. But like, you know, and who got punished for Prince Andrew? Meghan Markle. Yeah. Basically. I know. I feel like women get thrown to the in wolves. the fucking ditch time after time. I'm not saying her and J- like Jelaine should be thrown in the ditch. Yeah. But like, she is not the only one. So like, I think. The only reason why people are so fixated on her, one, is because she's a woman, but two, is because she was so closely, like, tied to him. Yeah. She was, like, his... They had, like, a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing, so people are, like, always into that, like, deranged lovers, pseudo-lovers. I think it's also, like, more (laughs) satisfying and entertaining to see a woman under duress in that way. Like, it's just... I mean, women are, by nature, like, more glamorous and beautiful than men. And so when you no. get... No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> How dare How you? How dare you? So when like you get the spectacle of mm-hmm. like, especially when it's like taking down like a... I'm not saying Jelaine was very glamorous. I'm more talking about someone like Erica or like Meghan Markle taking the fall for like a Prince Andrew situation in the press to like mm-hmm. put a woman like through that. And I guess they do it with Jelaine too, where it's like you see all these like throwback photos of like glamorous Jelaine like hobnobbing at parties and now it's like her hair's falling out in jail she eats one sandwich a day like there's something fun about that no it's I mean look Britney Spears Lindsay like we love seeing like it's not fun to see like who wants to see like old liver spot Tom like shuffling around like (laughs) everyone's just like please stop like no one really wants to confront that. And that is actually like the more dark, realistic thing that needs to happen. 
but mm. people don't want that. They want like spectacle. Give them the old razzle dazzle. They want to see like Ghislaine and Kevin Spacey on in like the red. They don't room. even want to see like Kevin Spacey. Like I feel like he is like skated by just fine. I mean, think He's about like every rumored gay predator in Hollywood. What has happened to any of them? Nothing. Brian Singer. <clears throat> And even Harvey Weinstein. Brian Singer won an Oscar. I know. He won an Oscar in the last two years. He won an Oscar. I didn't see that. I saw it on a plane. Old piece of shit flick. Fucking piece (laughs) of shit movie. But like, this guy basically got no punishment. And he, like, I I, I don't even want to go into it. But like, Ghislaine... But, like, people want to see pictures of her. Like, But that photo, I have to just say on a side, that photo of her... <laughs> There's a photo of her. I think it's Harvey Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein at like Prince Andrew's like royal party, and it's like broad daylight, and they have like masks on, and they're in like some. It was. It is the most terrifying photo I've ever seen. Yeah. And there was a photo of her and Kevin Spacey on like and like a blood red throne room, and they're both like. <laughs> Truly, they're like the horsemen. Those are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It's true. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein, and Ghislaine. <laughs> like, if you see Ghislaine, like, come in a room and you're another woman, you know you're fucked. <laughs> you better get the fuck out. But going back to Erica, they do, it's, it's, it's like Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Like, we love seeing, it's like a sport for America to see. And I'm, again, Erica is not innocent by any means. No. But she's, her husband and the state of California should be punished for this. Yeah. Like, even... Thinking back to like Harvey Weinstein's trial, it was just like disgusting to kind of look at him and his walker and stuff. And like, I feel like I was even more drawn to just like, and I think they got a lot of media attention for doing this, which was like brave because I can't even imagine going through that. But like the women that testified against him, Mm. like they were more exciting to like follow in that situation than grody Harvey. But yeah. it just is like, I guess, the way we're programmed or whatever. Well, I think when we see someone like him or Tom, it's they're like, I mean, they're playing into it. Mm-hmm. It's it's all a fucking act. It's like, like I just watched the new episode of I'll Be Gone in the Dark, where they showed the sentencing of the Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. And he's like in the court, he's like mouth <laughs> ajar in a wheelchair. And then they show him like a day before, like doing pushups in his jail cell. Like these men just like they play into their like mortality yeah but but they but it's they know what to do because no one wants to see that because we don't want to be reminded of like age and like decay and and like you know what i mean and these men play into that and Mm -hmm. the women because women always have to be like looking great well if a woman did that they're like okay well you're sentenced to an additional 20 years for being a fucking (laughs) yeah hag now get out of here and go get a facelift. Get out of here. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, even with like Casey Anthony and like Jody Arias, like people were like, vixens, you know, these like sexy kittens in court. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, she killed a man and she killed her baby girl. And, and everyone's talking about them like they're like, like, ooh, the allure of Jody Arias. It's like, kind of the icon of the legal system and court appearances in like the last few years has to be Anna Delvey no Anna Delvey for sure Anna Delvey she was unapologetic she didn't try and like play to any sort of 
like expectations like in court or whatever she like did her time and got out i was like this is queen shit honestly she was like i loved rikers Mm -hmm. she thrived there she got a lot of writing done she got more writing done in prison than i've done in the past like three (laughs) years (laughs) but also with her i think people like kind of loved her because she was scamming rich i think people like yeah it's a it's a whole different situation because like she wasn't necessarily victimizing like super vulnerable people maybe the one girl who was like not wealthy and she like forced her into debt because of their but like i that girl had a seventy thousand dollar credit limit on a credit card i'm like honey you're talking to a two thousand and a good day (laughs) but but uh but Erica and what, you know, it's repulsive because they're, they're like punching down. Yeah. But anyway, so we'll get into it. But I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique Podcast. Beverly, Beverly Hells Angels. Yeah, we come up on Erica. Tony's bark right then was perfect. <laughs> T- okay, that's enough. You've weighed in enough. Shh. Don't cock your head at me, boy. <laughs> um, Erica walks in. She closes the door and she goes, hello, ladies. <laughs> What's going on? Kyle is, by the way, so nervous. She like, <laughs> she's sitting, twiddling her thumbs, sit, standing behind Kathy. Kathy's just sitting there and Kyle's standing behind her by the window swaying back and forth and I think she's actually hiding behind her big sister in this moment yeah I don't think Kyle can handle stress like this Mm -mm. I think Kyle might absorb other people's stress and like yeah she knows she reads the room and like knows what's going on yeah I mean she's been on the show for 12 years Mm -hmm. um Erica walks in. She goes, hello, gals. I feel good today. And then Kathy stands up and she goes, oh, I'll stand up for you, my lady. <laughs> Kathy is a goddess at this Parisian party. She's, she's so the saving elegant. grace of. She's so graceful. Yeah, she's just a class act. She really is. So funny. Erica, this is when I realized like when Erica is sitting there on the couch and Chris was like, love that dress. And I was just like, blood money. And then Erica's like, thank you. And that's when I was like, no one knows this woman. Like, no one even knows what to say. There's no way to even, you know, when you just like don't know someone well enough to even be like, so what's up? Like when you've heard something about their life or whatever. Yeah, you can't be like, hey, bitch. You're like, so. You can't even make a joke about it because you don't even know her like that. Like, so everyone's just sitting there like, ooh. I was thinking about the only 
because when you, earlier when you said no one really knows Erica Jane, the only time we've ever seen, I think, the real Erica Jane is when she had that bizarre reaction to Eileen. In were they in Hong Kong? And she broke down crying about her son being a cop, and she was like, "Don't you know what I've been through, waiting up at night?" Yeah. And Eileen was just like, "Oh, I, I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean it." But I think that was like the only time I've ever seen Erica honestly react to something even though it was like deranged cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com/people today Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, something just happened. Something miraculous just happened. He's had a literal pride miracle. So for anyone who doesn't know, LA has basically like done away with pride. Yeah, there's the only person that's celebrating pride is Starbucks. And they just started my local Starbucks threw up a pride flag three days ago. And I was like, oh, beautiful yeah. but like it is non-existent here nary a pride to be found the west hollywood parade has been 
Laura just informed me done away with forever. Yeah, a guy at the dog park told me it was over, and they like the pride people that do the parades say they want to go to other cities. Yeah, the only I think the only pride thing we had was like a Dodgers night, which I'm not going Honey, to. Honey, you won't see me at a baseball game. It takes an hour to get there. Sorry, and an hour to get back. The only place I'll go to Dodger Stadium is to get COVID tested, <laughs> to get swabbed. <laughs> but Laura just got like a a, a phone call. And then I'm, you can take it away. Okay. So I have a friend who has a company called Loon and it's a cannabis brand. They're really amazing. It's like they do pre-rolls and like vape pens. They're getting, I don't know if they've released edibles yet, but I've gotten to like beta test some edibles. They're fucking incredible. If you can get your hands on Loon, you should, because it is a great, great company. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the product is like, great. But she was like, do you, I have a pride mailer going out. Do you want to be on it? And I'm always down for a little gifting, a little swag. So of course I was like, yes. And I had no idea that it was going to be a full blown like dance troupe. Like it was like a singing telegram. But these like truly adorable men came wearing corduroy pastel shorts and like cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Mm hmm. And they just did like a whole routine for Laura. And then I just happened to be lucky enough to be here. In the courtyard. I got to witness it. And for people who didn't get their pride, like pageantry and rah-rah, mm-hmm. I just got that. <laughs> we both did. They like brighten my spirits. They're called Bob's Dance Shop. <laughs> I think they're based in WeHo. I'm a wallet. Like that was just the thing that I needed. There, it's The videos are up on our stories right now, but it was like, Truly an awesome little tight minute and a half routine. And they just like did the damn thing and left. Yeah. I love get in and get out. And they gave us a pizza. From Roberta's. And some bait pens, which was like, that's the dream come true for me. And I'm thistling right now. So I'm like, you know, very restricted. But I, ha- I couldn't re- say no to you Roberta's. You had to have a couple pieces. Yeah. A hot honey pizza from Roberta's delivered at prime lunchtime is oh. like... Even though I just had an acai bowl. You can't resist. I know I just had some thistle like lunch, but whatever. Explode. But <laughs> um, yeah, check out Bob's Dance Shop. Bob's Dance Shop cured my depression. The guys were really cute and nice. And then there was some other guy that I was like, I thought another cute guy wearing, he looked like Evan Hansen. <laughs> I was like, oh, is this an Evan Hansen? Like at first, I, could, I haven't even seen that show, but from what I've seen of what, Ben Platt looks like in the movie. I was like, oh, is he dressed like Evan Hansen? No, he was just like their manager. He was overseeing things. It was, I'm not sure, I'm still not sure that even happened. I know, it felt dreamlike. Because it also happened in the courtyard, which is a perfect, the perfect place for a dance But no one else was, no one else watched but us. No, I should have, should I have gone into the courtyard and been like, everyone, neighbors, open your windows and see See what's afoot in the courtyard. I think everyone must just have a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were probably like getting their Zoom call interrupted and we're like, God damn it. <laughs> These faggots in the courtyard. <laughs> Me what and the Laura. Fuck? We're like, oh my God, you guys. <laughs> us, we're the fact. I'm talking no, about yeah. us, not the beautiful dancers. I'm dying. Wow. Oh that really did it for me. Anyway, Bob's Dance Shop, Loon. Loon brand. Check it out. This isn't sponsored, by the way. No, this, this is, just... is 
just we love it just loved it so thank you to that what a beautiful moment okay back to these <sighs> scammers so erica comes in she's kind of dodging the subject she's like i'm doing fine had a kind of a crazy week so i'm glad to be here and they all sit down for their sudden strange french luncheon for parisian a parisian affair Kyle starts doing impressions of Kathy because she says Kathy only speaks in shorthand slash code. <laughs> and I was like, wait, this is, a, again, a genius move by Kathy. And there's nothing better than seeing Kyle imitate Kathy. Oh, it's like, because it's like when your siblings imitate, it's like molecular. They know. They know the right tone and just Kyle just nails Kathy. <laughs> Kathy just will come up to you and be like, so I saw... You know. Yeah. And they tried to tell me, you know what I mean? And I was like, I won't be doing that thing. Kathy says you never know who's going to hear her. It's better to elude because you never know who's listening. But it's true. That's very advice that my mom would give. My mom is always very careful about that kind of stuff. She just kind of reminded me of my mom and my nana. Because my nana used to whisper when she would gossip, even in the oh, confines love. of our own home, she would you whisper. You never know who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> so Kathy, I just felt it, and I. So Kathy's like, "Well, I'm talking about the, you know, <laughs> love that a little this is revenge." <laughs> what if someone, the Kool Aid Man, just burst through the wall? Oh my god! No, they're doing like Happy some Pride. sort of contraction. Happy Pride. Yeah, that's also, I feel like, an old Hollywood rule of thumb Mm. is, like, you never talk about another person in public or to any strangers because you never know who's listening and who's friends. Kathy, this is how things are done in this town. In Bel Air, you have to whisper. And I saw, you know. Mm -hmm. And they all get what she's saying. Yeah. That's a true communicator. And... It's so funny whenever Kyle, whenever they do an impression of Kathy or talk about it, Lisa Renner just goes, oh! <laughs> She's too much for me. Lisa brings nothing to the table except screaming and kicking a leg in the air. <laughs> and dumpling lips, <laughs> as, as Kyle points out. <laughs> Kathy cracks up. Kathy's so fun because she'll laugh at herself. Mm-hmm. She rolls with it. She's the first one to laugh at herself. And she cracks up when Kyle, she loves Kyle talking about her. Doogie. She goes, sometimes I do talk in code. (laughs) Doogie, you did good, Doogie. You did great today, Doogie. Erica gets into her divorce, and she says Tom pushed her out. She goes, all right, we're going to talk about it. I live in the room. I had to let go of my Lambo in my house, and Tom basically pushed me out. He gave me no choice. And I didn't tell you guys anything because I didn't want to implicate you in things that you would be held responsible for knowing. So I'd be like, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm like, what? So you're doing like illegal shit then? She's she's recording this call. Yeah. And she says that she spent 30 days like slowly liquidating her clothes. Like, I'm sure she spent 30 days like selling off as much as possible and like downsizing because she knows whatever is left over she gets to hold on to or store away somewhere. Yeah. She, she's definitely like going hard with spinning this, this tapestry of her like, woe is me. I was neglected spouse. My partner was not 
was sort of emotionally abusive mm-hmm. or diminishing, which is probably true, but it still doesn't like she's she's going hard she's in self-protect mode she's gone to like a focus group she has pr she has like a damage control team they're like she's got it all it's so weird her legal team dropped her and then took her back two days later oh recently yeah they took her back then which i'm like okay did someone make like an all cash down payment because that's like tom yeah probably they must have because like what other if you say Literally, they publicly said, like, we don't trust this person or, like, we can't move forward. Maybe they weren't paying their legal bills or something. And then finally someone ponied up the dough. Yeah. It's also, like... It's strange. It's strange. And also, how embarrassing to be, like, that bad with money that, like, people have to drag you in public to get you to, like, pay them what you owe them. She goes, at one point she just goes, but Kyle, I had to. And I love, like, certain people are like, I understand what you're saying. I was going to hold that man's hand till the day he died. I wrote, yeah, I bet you would. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We know, Eric. We know. You you wanted to be in that will, honey. (laughs) She goes, as soon as I get a handle on what's coming for me, and it will be coming for me, then I'll know more. She's I was a, like, what are you talking about? What are you going to get? Are you going to die mysteriously? She's just trying to lay groundwork of like. He's going to go. He's going to go after me. Maybe there is a situation where. Like. If Erica is truly like totally out in the cold and had like no idea what like. I would maybe believe her, be more inclined to believe her if it wasn't if he hadn't put 20 million dollars into her company. Yeah, you can buy the, she's not going to, I can, I could see like, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to ask, just give me the money, which in turn is complicit though. Yeah. So it. And like, I could see maybe a version of that where right. he gives her this stuff that she's never to ask where it comes from or whatever. And then it's, things are getting sketchier and sketchier. She's getting intel that she needs to leave. And then he gets it in a way where like, yeah. She, the fault is like pinned on her because he's basically done that. I mean, I don't know what you can do. My only frame of reference is watching the Sopranos twice and seeing how junior Soprano like manipulated the legal system, but he did pretty much the same thing that Tom Girardi is doing where he like claimed he had Alzheimer's or dementia. mm -hmm. And then he got to go to like a cushy private like prison for a while until he ran out of money and then had to go to a state jail. And now this is Sopranos. But like he basically was absolved of any sort of wrongdoing because of his mental state. So then I guess he's like keying up Erica to take the fall. But I don't know. Yeah, I just like, here's the thing. Like they were married for over 20 years. Even if you were, I could see in the beginning not knowing or being like, oh, he's just, he's just, I come into this. I see how rich he is. I see that he has, you know, and then, but you, when you're with someone for 21 years, you have to know a little about what's happening. Yeah. I just don't believe that like something like a settlement would be done and then she would magically have like a new wardrobe or like a new car. It's like, what do you, I don't know. I guess like if you don't know anything about business and you just know that your husband, yeah. Sorry. But like, I didn't mean that. No, I think she's, but like she is. She's a very 
she's savvy. Smart. She's very savvy. She's very cunning. Mm-hmm. She's a hustler. Yeah, that's true. You know, like she she knows exactly what I I just that's why I don't believe her that she's. I don't think she was like making the deals and in on it, but I think she was like, all right, cool. Just give me the money. Like knew that his borrowing and lending pr- practices were not like no. kosher. You don't. I mean, the way Sonny Houston explained it on the show was really for me, like as someone who's an idiot with like the legal system was really of like basically the system of like it going into a trust. And then mm-hmm. you take whatever percentage of that and then the rest of the money, the lawyers don't touch. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think she must have known about that little piggy bank system he had. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even using that system with the burn victim guy. No. He literally swindled them into doing something totally different with their money so that he could get his hands on it. It's so fucked yeah. up. It's really insane. That's, it's truly like a trust no one situation. Yeah. I love Kathy. Erica like, says that thing, like it will be coming for me. And Kathy's like, you know, in this situation, what you want, you usually don't get. And what you get, you won't be happy with. And then Erica was like, well said. And then Kathy goes, God forbid I be long-winded. And everyone goes, ah! <laughs> And I was like, Kathy is the comedian of the group. Comedian. She goes, well, Erica, you were a great sport in Tahoe. You, you smiled a lot and were a lady. <laughs> Kathy's so, like, I believe that she never has, like, real conversations about anything. Like, it's truly, like, smile a lot and be a lady. With Kyle, she does. And With Kyle, she does. Yeah, but I'm like, it's so, it's so interesting to see her on this versus how she was portrayed in the Paris Hilton documentary. Yeah. And, like, uh, I need to, like, visit, revisit the whole Kathy Hilton reality TV mm-hmm. oeuvre, and, oeuvre. oeuvre and see, like, get, like, piece together, like, mm-hmm. my thoughts. But I love her. Kyle and Crystal chat and, right? Kyle and Dorit talk. Oh, Kyle and Dorit talk. They they bring up their drama and like that they're like sisters and it's it's fine. Yeah. And then Sutton and Chris- Kyle being like still not taking really responsibility no. for interrupting her and then just being like, you need to think about maybe shortening or like being aware of your like long windedness in a conversation. Amazing. I know. It's like wow. Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. Uh. <laughs> um. Sutton and Crystal chat and Crystal, right? Crystal, well, Dorit and Kyle talk and they squash their drama. But then Dorit's like, well, what's going on with Sutton and Crystal? And then we get like a flashback of Dorit and Crystal talking and Crystal still reeling from the traumatic incident of Sutton giving her her coat. Which, as some listeners pointed out to us, there seems to be some kind of trauma like this could be a trauma reaction so i understand yeah so yeah she's crystal's still upset with sutton she's feels traumatized and violated by sutton's intrusion into her room but we'll get to that later because now we get to see garcelle i love this moment i loved it too i there's one moment though where kyle and like dorit are talking about like the sutton crystal drama and kyle's like i would hate for something to be made out of 
something where there's nothing to be made of. And I thought, I sure wouldn't. I would love that. Yeah, me That's too. That's what the show does best. Also, talk about long-winded. I love, too, like, I guess a lot of the criti- criticism, criticism, criticism that Beverly Hills gets is they always get in a tizzy about, like, the least dramatic possible mm-hmm. thing. But I love that about the show. And I'm like, this is perfectly on brand. Literally, the problem is someone knocked on your door and came into your room and you were traumatized by it. And you're going to now stretch that out. It's now been stretched to like three episodes. of Yeah, doing. it's veering into Lucy Juicy, Apple Juicy territory. But where I, I'm like, I fucking am empowered by that. Okay. I love like just like minute petty meaningless banal drama. drama totally banal that is e- would be so easily squashed with like one conversation and they can't do it on this show it'd be squashed by people who aren't rich like us yeah people it who wouldn't are, even be an issue people who are rich can they have the they have the time to stew on things like this mm-hmm. yeah for us it would be like all right you're all in an airbnb sharing uh-huh. bathrooms and stuff so like Hey, I, you know, I, I can't pay rent this month because I had to go in on this Airbnb. It's all good. Doogie. It's I all love good. Um, Garcelle gets a matchmaker because she's starting to go in the dating pool again because her last bow did not work out. Yeah, a dating coach named Demona. Who I'm like, I want yeah. her to be a life coach mm-hmm. for me because she seems, not the dating part, but just her like, obviously not the dating part. <laughs> But just her like zenness was like kind of infectious through the screen. Yeah, she's a therapy, she's like a therapeutic being. Mm-hmm. Garcelle's like, I've had, I've taken a real backseat to my relationships because I, my career has always come first, and my mom being her mom being from Haiti, you know, who has passed away since, like she instilled like a really strong and like powerful work ethic in Garcelle and like being a woman and you know so it's she's her therapist is like you have to really make time for yourself and like self-care and it was kind of emotional and Garcelle was like tearing up a little because she's always sort of put everyone before her yeah and it makes me think that even her past relationship and marriage was like I mean it does seem very career focused because wasn't he her agent yeah he's like a Hollywood big god yeah, I mean, like, when you're an actress and you marry an agent, there's not... I mean, I'm sure they had love for each other and stuff, but there's also, like, a reason that you're marrying yeah. like, a Hollywood agent. So I hope she finds her, like, kind, sweet man who's a good dancer with, like, a medium-sized dick. Yeah, she... Not too big. Not too big. Garcelle also w- appeared on the Hollywood... The Long Island Medium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What did the medium have to say to her? She talked to her about her mom yeah. and her niece who passed away. And did she channel them? Mm-hmm. What'd and they say? I mean, it sounded like she was pretty on point with what Garcelle had gone through. And she just was telling her to not blame her. Garcelle wasn't there when her mom died. And her mom, she was visiting her because she was really sick. And then she left. And her mom encouraged her to leave. And she think uh, Teresa told her that her mom knew she was going to die. And she didn't want Garcelle to be there. Yeah. So she let Garcelle go, and then Garcelle feels, felt like guilt was lifted. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Love that for them. Mikey and the assistant arrive at Erica's weird house in Hancock Park. Also, like, this house is nice. 
I know she's two bed, like, three bath. I was like, well, kind of a downgrade. Then I saw she has a pool and I was like, honey, you're fucking fine. She has a pool and a pool house. Yeah. Like you have Get a, over it. This is like a $2 million house. Mm-hmm. Idiot. Also like I just, everything is of hers is tainted with the blood of the innocent. Yeah. I'm telling you, she is haunted. Like you can't tell me that she doesn't hear like cloven Screams hooves at, at night. night. Yeah. Like her nightmares, I really think, like she, she is tortured. She hears the lambs. Mm-hmm. Um, Sutton is at a mammogram appointment because she told she revealed to Kyle that she'd never gotten one, and Kyle is like Miss. She is the patron saint of mammograms. There's nothing Kyle loves more than a mammogram. Or God going, bless her for it. Or accompanying a friend to get their mammogram. Loves it. So she was like, we're going. She literally dr- drove to her house, Picked made her an up. appointment, and dragged her to the doctor. We all need a Kyle in our life to like force us to do. Like, I don't need that for medical stuff because I'm pretty, I'm like really comfortable mm. with medical appointments and doctors and shit. But like, I would love Kyle to do that for like writing. Yeah. Be like, you are sitting down, like her sit down here with like a smug look on her face until I like write a paragraph. You come down and she's like, she just sits in silence. She sits in silence, just smiling. She knows she's right. Yeah, fuck Teddy Mellencamp. I want Kyle as an Kyle's way more effective. Yeah, than someone that's gonna like shame you for not eating like four pieces of arugula and some celery. This is Kyle in silence, just hearing the the keys clicking, nodding to herself, smiling. Mm -hmm. There's a pause. She's like, "What are you doing in there?" And then I'm like, "Sorry, sorry, sorry." What's going on in there? Sutton goes, cut to me three days later with my boobies smashed up against an x-ray machine getting my mammogram. <laughs> Sutton like crying and being like, it's going to hurt. Like, I'm like, what? Honey, what is wrong? Sutton's terrified by her own mortality, I think. She goes, okay, I don't like the doctor. That looked like the easiest thing and also kind of fun. I bet that was like the first doctor's appointment she's ever had. Probably. I would believe that. She's like, I got house calls. My yeah. doctor comes. She gets a, a professional that comes to the house. Very rich, like concierge. Yeah. That, like, like probably some old doctor who just like sits around the thing and like bangs her knee to make sure like her reaction and then like takes her heartbeat and is like, well, you're fine. And he lights a cigarette and leaves. Like that's yeah. like very old her, doctor energy. Her doctor still smokes in the checkups. Like my dad told me his dentist used to smoke a cigarette while checking his teeth. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's hardcore. Um, Sutton and Kyle talk about Crystal. Kyle mentions to Sutton that Crystal feels violated and like essentially like vaguely me tooed by Sutton. And Sutton's like, I have to, she's like, I have to put a stop to that. She really does need to put a stop to it because like also Crystal saying that she wasn't like, she came to Sutton first and literally was like, I'm not talking about this to any of the other girls. And then smash cut to her talking about it to every single other woman. Like it's been brought up to every other woman and it's now like a thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, like, I stand with Garcelle when she's like, Sutton is harmless. Like, she's kind of a kook and like a little bit weird, but she's not. I don't think Sutton's out to hurt anyone. No, I think she's like. She's a heavily anxious person. And I think if she feels like she's being perceived a certain way, she 
flips the fuck out and it mm. makes the situation worse. But I don't think she's coming from like a place of like harm. No, I think she's out of touch and I think she's probably has some dated views on like race and like she's not doesn't fully get it but i don't think she's like a malicious person no i don't think she's trying to come in and like find you when you're naked in your room i mean she even said she's like i violated you by knocking on the door and asking if i could come in like crystal needs to get a grip yeah i get being upset by the way Sutton handled the conversation about race that's like a that separate is thing. a separate issue and that's that's if you're gonna be mad be mad about that yeah but like this is I'm not I don't mm-hmm. know we don't I I, I want to give I kind of give both of them the benefit of the doubt if that makes sense like I'm I'm I see both I'm like this was an awkward situation that again is as easily Solved. solved as literally a five minute conversation obsessed with the fact that it's much deeper and bigger of a deal than that to both of them but i'm also just like you got like this is not a big deal no and i think crystal's sees it as an opportunity to like get some plot line yeah she's new <laughs> still taken back to a place of clutch and a, pa- a place of von dutch <laughs> She's like, Sutton's like, I what, violated you by knocking on the door, spreading my wings and taking my rightful place in the corner of the bathroom, (laughs) spraying you with blood and saliva while you crouched, shivering with fear? (laughs) Um, Erica and Rinna? They go to dinner. She's like, Lisa's like, wow, can can you believe a hotel bar? We're lucky. We're lucky. And Erica goes, I know. Can you, I never thought I'd see the day where I'd be excited to go to a hotel restaurant. And they, they sit down and Erica's being so overly nice and like encouraging to the, like I've never seen her this. She's so gracious with everyone. And like support, like she's never been, she's never cared this much about these women. Like, no, she's not like a girl's girl in that way or even like a person's person. Erica's obsessed with hot toddies right now. She turns to the waitress. She goes, can you make a hot toddy? Can you? <laughs> Feels really good. I'm like, this is like the f- one of four she drinks throughout this episode. And Lisa talks about her lip kit. I feel like everything Erica does is like so calculated. Like well, having a hot tot. Like, yeah. She's like, I feel like she's conversing with like lawyers who are like, don't drink X on camera. Drink Y. Like, you have to make yourself look wholesome a specific way, like crafting the image of like, like, it's all just like image based and crafted. Yeah, that's so true. The hot toddy is kind of like innocent and like almost whimsical. Yeah. Or like more of the people, I guess, like brown liquor or whatever, like a brown liquor mixed drink. Don't drink like a martini. Don't drink like a martini. Yeah. Like nothing in a clear, like tall, delicate glass. Totally. just something you can like sip that feels wholesome and like down home. She's like, tell me everything that's happening with you, Lisa. <laughs> like, can I have a pickleback? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have a whiskey sour and a pickleback. <laughs> yeah. Erica, when has she ever given a shit about anyone? Yeah. Lisa's like, Oh, I have my websites coming out. I saw the prototype and, and Erica goes, wow, that's so amazing. <laughs> like you don't give a shit. When have you ever cared about this woman? You've never cared about any of these people. No, you you've, you've have done a great job of just fading into the background most of the time. And being like, well, 
We're gonna about to get snatched tonight, ladies. Like that's all she's been talking about the last six years. They go yeah. on trips and she's like, Miss my glam squad. Feeling on fleek. On um, not snatched today. <laughs> not so snatched today, girls. Boy, did I eat too many croissants. But like, life is a croissant. Like it's shit that's like the that. extent of her her bonding. Yeah, but now she's like, oh, tell me everything. It's like you are trying to come off as like this, the good friend that will go to bat for her friends. She cares about people. Like it's all so calculated. I love it. The about face that people like her do when it's like. They've been caught, and then they need to, like, make others feel like they care. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Kyle and Sutton talk on the phone, and she has Sutton's name spelled wrong. <laughs> it's Sutton's Strack, and she has two Ks. Whoa. Like, I didn't even know. Crystal's having a dumpling party, which I want me there. Yeah. Her two cousins are there, and they're really cute together, and... They've been making dumplings since they were little girls, and it's like a tradition they do, and it's really sweet, and I want to go and eat them. Yeah, I want to eat those dumplings. I want to make them. I want to make them with them. I want to hear about... I love her screaming at Rob that he has to go to the market because she forgot some like key ingredient. Yeah. Rob is just totally... He's shell-shocked at all times. Yeah. He can't believe his eyes. He's always, he literally <laughs> always looks like this. He's terrified, but like game. I love that. So she's having the ladies over for a dumpling party, and they all assemble. And it actually, like, looks really—it's like fall, and looks like it was a cozy vibe. And Erica shows up, and she has like spiky. She looks like she's in the movie like Strange Days, and she walks in and again sits outside, and she goes, "Can I have a hot toddy? Can you make a hot toddy? Can you make a hot toddy at all? Wearing a literally a mini skirt, like an inappropriate outfit for the function. Yeah." Now she's having her like single girl, hot girl fall. She's her, she talked to her lawyers and they're like, okay, Erica, when you get there, do like the soon to be single routine. They're like page three in the Erica Jane monologue handbook. Well, at one point she's like, she's like, uh, uh, Garcelle's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, I just had a matchmaker. I can like introduce you. And she's like, I don't know about that. And then Erica in her confession was like, guess I have to have some anonymous sex first. Like, oh yeah, you're like. I know. It's like, it's like I'm truly... like a gay guy. <laughs> She's like one of those women. What gays are still into Erica at this point? She's pandering to like the lowest common denominator gay. It's yeah. like, yes, queen. Yes, Go out mama. there and get fucked. Glory hole, babe. Yeah. Woo! I'll take you to the glory hole. I'm going to go down to the glory hole with the gays. Anonymous <laughs> sex. Literally, you're a criminal. Everyone knows who you are. <laughs> I know. Also, like. You're okay. a famous criminal. Anon, please. There's an ABC special about your criminal behavior. You will not be having anonymous sex. Guess I have to have anonymous sex with the gays going down to Mickey's and end up somewhere I don't know. It's like, shut up. Yeah, you're not doing that. I wouldn't even be surprised if she hasn't had sex in like 15 years. She's like monosexual. Just self-sexual, like a worm? (laughs) She's into herself. Well, she said, she's like, Kyle, I have to say, I've been loving that oil you gave me. <laughs> yeah, Kyle gave her, like, oil. And Foria, she's, probably. She's been, like, fingering herself with I'm like, did you- weed <laughs> lube. <laughs> yeah, she's been, I love Kyle and Mauricio trying weed lube. You know Mauricio was the one that initiated that. He's, Old pothead Mauricio. Mr. Pothead himself. He is so high at all times. So high and so horny. Oh, but it's great. Oh, I bet his dick is. Oh, I would love nothing more than to have high 
pot sex with Mauricio. I want to watch him and Kyle like. She does the splits. Like, yeah, I want to see them. Like, she's so pliable. <laughs> she like grabs her ankles and. I'll it's, like a fire, it's like a fire pole coming down. She turns on the <laughs> siren and she, you just hear her go like with her. She puts her legs in the air and slides somehow slides down the pole without with no arms, but is able to loop around and yeah, pops right on witchcraft. Big right onto his schlong. Mauricio Dick. God, I love Erica. Then goes, yeah, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Put it all over my clit and my vagina. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Okay. Everyone's kind of like. You probably like Rob probably was like about to walk through the door with like some appetizers, and as soon as he said she said that, he just like walked backwards and like walked backwards up the stairs and got into bed and pulled the covers up. <laughs> bed gets and covered. just sat there with like shell shocked, wide, scared eyes until Crystal finally came in and was like, "Rob, where were you? Where have you been all night?" Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, honey. Sorry. Yeah, she's like, yeah, flick my clit. <laughs> Felt really good, and they're all like, Lisa goes ah! and kicks up her leg. It's like, you guys, it's too much. It's too much. I'm like, I'm like, no, like, no one can really shock me. Like, with like, I'm fine with, but like, even I think if I heard that, I'd be like, What if you heard it from someone that you're not used that usually is just yeah. fading into the background and literally is go girl give us nothing in every conversation and only is just I like, would have a Lisa Renner reaction today. Yeah. <laughs> ah! Ah! I do like a rocket kick. <laughs> I start doing a rocket routine. Just doing a can can. That would be my reaction to hearing fucking Erica Jane like talking about flicking her clit with like weed lube. I was like, right now? Right now you're doing it? You're talking about what's happening? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? I'd be like this. Like, She's trying so hard to be like, it's a girl's night. We t- we ladies, to- am I right? <laughs> truly, she's gone full ladies, am I right? This ladies. is her. This is part of her set, her new material. Well, it's part of it's part of this ruse that she's like a down girl. Like she's like one of the girls. And yeah. Like, is like always a loyal friend and like, oh, I'm just really off the cuff. I'm honest. I talk about my vagina to my girls. These aren't your girls. You literally hate them. Hey, girls. We're friends. It's like We're friends, a, right? She's I like love, a, hey, I love that oil you get. Kyle probably didn't even give her any oil. I know. I'll bet like Erica's just making shit up and everyone's so afraid of her and like they don't know her like that, so they can't say anything to and her. Kyle's like, oh yeah. Like even Kyle, I, I was like, did she give her this oil? Like, what's happening? This is what I do. I just shoot the shit with all you girls. I love coming out here and just being honest. Yeah, I love it when we can just talk openly about sex, am I right? <laughs> Look at my clit right now. Rubbed it all over my vagina. <laughs> They're like, what? I, would do like Jerry, I have like a Jerry Blank face. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, wow. You, she's like, oh, I, 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 she's, at one point she stands up and fixes her dress. She's like, I got to fix my dress because I'm my clit showing. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, wow. It's like showing like the moon. She's like, it's about to come and hop right out of here. No underwear tonight. <laughs> Everyone's like, we're 
terrified Eating dumplings made by family yeah we this is like what are you We're doing having like a family night everyone's just on edge and no one knows it's so it's fascinating because truly no one knows her well enough to be like erica shut up like everyone erica, just shut the yeah fuck everyone up. just has to take what she gives it's them so awkward it's so bizarre but incredible i'm like glad i'm grateful Me and you were there. There's like a windmill. No, I would just be like, everybody can, can. Sutton and Crystal talk it out. Yeah. And they make the dumplings first. They're so fucking good and delicious. I. At one point, Kyle says that they look like Lisa Rinna's lips, which I love. I love that, too. And then Sutton and Crystal have a heart-to-heart. They, like, you think they've buried the hatchet, but oh, no. No. They, you think they're both over it because they're both like, and now it's over. And then they go out and then rehash it again in front of everyone else. And they, like, make it worse. They make it so much worse. And Sutton calls her a mean girl. She says, you know what? You're a mean, you're like a mean girl in high school. And then Crystal kind of just goes, (laughs) They're very, they're just very different people. Yeah, they're just not. They're just not meant to be like bosom buddies and that's okay. But like. But Sutton is one of those people that if you don't like her, she's like, why don't you like me? Like she'll, she'll like. She would rather act polite and nice to everyone, even if she doesn't like them. And I think Crystal probably isn't like that. No, well, it's, it's like, there's a Golden Girls episode where Rose Someone at her work. It kind of reminded me. She kind of reminds me of Rose Nyland a little. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode where Betty White's character doesn't. There's a coworker, this ma- this guy who just doesn't like her, mm-hmm. and she's like going out of her way, like going the extra mile to get him to like her, and he just won't. Yeah. And they're like, Dorothy and Blanche are like, honey, sometimes you just aren't liked by everyone. Yeah. It and is Sutton what it can't is. Can't let it go. So she's gonna. She's, it's like mutually just assured destruction. Yeah. They're going to just nuke each other until they're both destroyed. But also like claiming that you're, you've been violated by someone yes. is like a little match. Well, yeah, I, it's, they keep, there's, I wish there was like a, some kind of footage. Not that I want to see her, like, I don't want to see her and she feels like she's in like a. It seems like there is footage of Sutton knocking on the door and being like, oh, I'm just going to put this right I don't know what you're doing over there. I don't know what you're doing. Got to go. Yeah, like just awkward ass Sutton tiptoeing around. Also, it comes back to Sutton needing Crystal to like her and needing to like give her her coat from the other room, which is a psychotic thing to do. She was trying to to win her over by giving her... That's but I've been there before where like, you want someone to like you, so you'll do something like, you'll be like, this will help. And yeah. it's like giving them something, and they're like, it's not going to help. And they're just like, thanks. Yeah. Cool. And it, it way backfired <laughs> on Sutton, worse than she could ever possibly imagine, because now she's getting like, me tooed. The, like, the, the moral of the story is someone doesn't like you, let them not like you. And then maybe they, they'll eventually like you. It's not your problem. But it's not your problem, and it's not, if someone doesn't like you, there's nothing you can do. There's no like action you can take that's going to make someone who has decided that they don't like you, like you. Leave the coat. Go to bed. Yeah. 
That's try again tomorrow. Maybe you'll find something to bond about. Just be civil. Yeah. Literally don't try. Keep your distance. At some point you might come together, but you might not. And that's fine. You can coexist without someone being like, I love them. Yeah. I've been there and I've been there and I've been in, I've been in Sutton shoes before where you just want someone to like you and they Mm -hmm. won't. That's okay. Yeah. I've been on both sides. But I like how different they truly are. Like, even down their outfits and stuff. Like, I love Sutton's, like, suede dress and her leopard boots. And then I feel like Crystal is obsessed with Alessandra Rich, who's, like, this designer that makes kind of, like, frou-frou-y, like, frilly, mm-hmm. hyper-expensive, like, ladies' tea time kind of clothes. I mean, Laura sent me that link to her bag. It's $100,000. Yeah. It's, I her want that bag. Hermes bag. I want it. Need. Need to live in it. Yeah. And then she kind of dresses in like, it's like prim proper tea time frilly clothes. It costs like a cardigan is like $200 or a cardigan's like $800 or something. Like obsessed and all like black. She's chic. They're both really chic in different ways. And they're both really different people. And that's okay. I hope that they make it through the season and get into next season because I feel like they could find a good way to be with each other. That happens sometimes. Like, Didn't it happen with Dorit and Kyle, kind of? Like, they butted heads for a long yeah, time. There's a lot, uh, there's a lot of times where, like, the, the new person will... I mean, on Potomac, like, Giselle and Monique never... Like, they would be... They found a way to coexist, mm-hmm. and they got along, but there was always a little bit of tension, but that, but that made for good TV, but it wasn't so annoying where you felt alienated watching it, because you're like, these people shouldn't be speaking, because in yeah. like season one, Giselle was not having Monique, mm-hmm. and they were just not, and, but then they actually found common ground, so I think that this could happen, but again, it's going to be to be continued. Yeah, I love to when they're talking, they go, they squash it, they go back out in front of the women and get back into it. And Dorit's like, well, I think that she was feeling like scared and naked. And, and Sutton goes, Dorit, I don't know why you have your paws in this and made her little like paw movement. And I was like, I love that. She Sutton shut up. down. She's a, she's a little paws monster. Paws up for my little monsters. Yeah. And then Crystal goes, I'm going to choose to believe you or something cunty. I don't know. It's just going to be like. Yeah. It's going to be a tough, tough season. With yeah. These two. But buckle up. I'm looking forward to it. Buckle up, baby. I can't wait to get to the part where she's like, what does Crystal say? And then Sutton's like, well, look at you and your ugly pants. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> don't talk to me in your ugly pants. <laughs> I love that that's like the best she can do. I think Sutton's just not like mean like that. No. She's out of touch and might seem harmful in that way, but truly is just like, just wants some like a Parisian luncheon. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, check in next week. We'll be back. The saga continues. Um, When is the next installment of Housewife and Hustler coming? I heard from I heard from a source that they're making it, so probably not for a little bit. But they're probably going to do a follow up. Okay, good. I want all the follow ups. Glad to hear there's going to be a part two. Well, we're we'll we'll talk about it more and fingers crossed. Fingers that crossed. Erica and Tom get what's coming to them. Yeah, weigh in. 
Let um, us know what you think. We're doing a bonus episode this week that's all reader voicemails. Mm-hmm. So you can hear that on patreon.com slash podcast. I just have to say right now, free Brittany, and that's all I'm going to say. I love it. Free her. Follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at E. Carrie O. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.